0: So what, we watch anime, so what, we play leak? we're just having fun, we don't care who sees, so what, we stay in, it don't bother me, living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reton Entertainment Podcast, episode 281 for January 10th, 2021. My name is Nathan Retons, Ruth, and we did zero... Audio test today, so let's hope that that this goes well. We have joining me me this week, but I can't talk. We have joining me this week, Andrew Rowe McVeigh.
1: We have joining you this week.
0: We have joining me this week. We also have Connor, the Cyberpunk Monk besh What's up? Uh, not not much. Lots lot lots of stuff, and also nothing at all.
2: So what was that tone in the background? <laughs> I'm just, I, just oh. starting up a the original DS.
0: Oh, oh, all right, oh, cool. I, oh, wait! Yeah, so, so let's let's talk about that. Let's go to Connor, for, Connor oh, first. Oh, are you gonna play? You gonna can play,
2: we... you can play Guitar
1: Hero?
2: I can play Guitar Hero on the go now.
0: Where?
2: Um, and I actually, this is the first time I've gotten my 3DS to pick up that the game's actually in. I thought it was, you know, messed up or something like that. So uh, I guess now that I've done this for a bit, I'm gonna follow through and see how it goes.
0: So let's start with Connor. Uh, what? Where can we find you first off?
2: Uh, you can find me at a website. The bottom two links are mine. The first one is going to be at cyberpunk underscore monk on Twitter, where I, I don't know, complain about the police online. And yes. then you could also follow me anywhere that you can get podcasts. But the link is specifically to Spotify, I think, where we are Clinton's core classics or Rise of the Rune Lords podcast. We are doing an actual play of Rise of the Rune Lords. I think I already said that. Uh, which is the, the first of the Pathfinder official modules. It's kind of the one that started it all. So if you're into that sort of thing, come check it out.
0: And uh, what games did you play this week?
2: Played a little bit of Cyberpunk 2077. I am starting to get a little bored. Just starting to get a little repetitive.
0: I'm at about 70 hours. Uh, I'll, I'll, we'll We'll talk about that in a bit. What other games did you play? I know you played some Pavlov or Payday today. Yeah, Pavlov.
2: I I never actually got to play today because none of my friends wanted to play with me, jerks. Uh, I but I played. Pavlov had their World War Two update. It is phenomenally fun. Uh, Sitting good. around. Well, they added tanks like Shermans and shit like that. What? It's super. It it's it's kind of bumbly, and that makes it so much more fun.
1: Like, is it full on? Like you're inside of the tank and like, uh
2: huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Someone's driving. Someone uh-huh. is manning the turret, and then there's a, a, a tertiary spot there that I didn't actually load. I, I drove for a little bit, and I manned the gun for a little bit. Oh. It's stupid fun, too.
0: All right, mm. and did you play anything else?
2: And then I played Warhammer. Warhammer's very fun. I'm on a winning streak, and I, I think uh, the last game that I played last night that ended at, like, 4 a.m. was a little close for comfort. My, my, my playgroup is finally learning how to deal with my robot bullshit.
0: Has have, have has anybody ever told you that you may get obsessive over things?
2: I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Um how many how many of those things have you painted? Excuse over the last what what was it? Seven, eight months?
2: That I started uh like around month three of the lockdown when I couldn't take it anymore.
0: So about ten months.
2: Um get get back to me i'll i'll answer that after aroa answers this question I'll, I'll have an accurate answer
0: <laughs> okay and aroa where can we find you uh
1: you can go on to aroa.website um you can also uh you know find find me out on the on the fediverse uh at, on mastodon on various servers you just look for look for aroa cuz uh hey Nobody's on Mastodon, so I I can actually have my my regular username out there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I, I've I haven't totally abandoned Twitter, but I just don't use it a whole lot anymore. I don't really use social media as much anymore, and it's it's at least made some degree of improvement to my brain. But uh, you know, life in general just kind of interferes with that. Oh yeah. And. Um, games, uh, I got into, uh, music games again, uh, starting with the PS2, you know, I talked about playing frequency and amplitude, I think, and I was like, hey, um, are there any Vita exclusive rhythm games? Because the Vita had a lot of, a lot of games that were only, uh, only for Vita. And turns out, uh, yeah, there are a few. Um, the the developer that makes uh, the real Harvest Moon games, now Story of Seasons in the United States, um, it was originally Story of Seasons in Japan as well. Lots of licensing, fuck wittery. Uh, PSA, don't buy any Harvest Moon games from now on. Um, marvelous, okay. though uh they're they're the developers. Uh they made a rhythm game uh only for Vita that is a whole bunch of vocaloid music and it's it's kind of cool. Um it's it's just a, a hit the button as the as the thing lines up with the thing, which is my favorite kind of music game. And it's got a bunch of I don't know if it's original vocaloid music uh or if it's like all just utau stuff. Uh, but th- there's very little, if any, official. Uh, cry- uh was, was it Krypton? Crypto? I can't remember the, the name of the company that owns Vocaloid, but very little of that. No, uh, it's, it's pretty much nothing but Utau stuff, which I think is really cool because nobody really represents Utau in any official capacity. Uh, and I know that there are going to be a lot of people who don't know what that is, it doesn't matter. Um, doesn't matter uh yeah so i played that um i think it's called ia slash vt uh yeah i don't know why i also played uh the the uh version of taiko no tatsujin uh for the vita and i think it's i think it's just called taiko no tatsujin uh v edition or something like that um and it, if you've ever played any of the Taiko No Tatsujin games, it's it's just that. I think
0: I, think I can but, speak for both of us in here that we have not played those games.
1: I mean, I yeah, it's um, even as far as rhythm games that have released in the United States, it's definitely not super popular. Uh, I think there are a lot of people who, even though they have no idea what it is like by name, uh, they've probably seen it once or twice. Uh, because it's, it's got a lot of videos out there of people playing it at an extremely high skill level. And it's really impressive, uh, particularly whenever they're playing it with the actual drum. Because the whole like, gimmick from back in the PS2 days was that whenever you bought it, it came with a full-size... Well, not a full-size, but a big Tycho drum controller. And you had these two breadstick-sized uh, drumsticks that you'd hit the, the drum controller with. And, right. There's only two notes, but man, it is crazy how complex you can get with just two different notes. Um, And yeah, it's a really fun game. Also has a lot of Vocaloid music in it. Um, A lot of it is official stuff, but there are a couple of Gumi songs, which is unusual. Um, I know that, again, sounds like gibberish. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Um, Lots of Toho music, too, which I I don't know what it is with uh, Taito and toho but uh i guess they're just best friends there there have been multiple games uh, made by taito that have heavily featured uh toho characters and music i don't know why but i think that's cool because we need we need more toho representation in the uh in the world
0: yeah um when are you going to start playing donkey konga uh oh
1: you know that's actually kind of funny um so i don't know if you realized it or not uh by bringing that up but donkey kong is literally just taiko no tatsujin
0: oh i figured Uh, i figured it was yeah yeah
1: yeah it's that that is that is nintendo essentially licensed the gameplay for taiko no tatsujin and slapped a donkey kong skin over the top of it
0: yeah, um, I, I remember I actually did play one of those arcade machines when I went to Japan in 2019.
1: Oh, the the Taiko machine. Yeah, yeah. I I would I would buy one of those. I like absolutely would buy one of those and would never get good enough to play on top difficulty. At least not in any of the like 2000 series songs because holy fucking shit. But uh, yeah, I, I really like that series. Um, yeah, you know, I maybe I should because I I have uh I have the Mongo controllers. I I own both uh Donkey Kong One and Two and uh, Donkey Kong Jungle Beat. So awesome. Uh, which, it, man, Jungle Beat, what a what an interesting idea that feels good like ten percent of
0: the time. But man, that ten percent where it feels good is pretty cool. Is that is that the Wii version of the game without the Controller support? No, Jungle Beat. It was a a platformer
1: that used the bongo controller.
0: Yes, and it
1: was not really a rhythm game at all. You just use the Donkey Konga bongos with it, and um, the the actual platforming stuff for the most part felt like shit. But then there were these weird one v one like fighting game segments where you beat up other monkeys and um those felt kind of good some of the time i do remember reaching a point where i was like i can't do this anymore and uh never finished the game you should
0: beat it so let's unless you have something else to talk about we're going to move on
2: uh did i
0: do you play wow at all
2: wow Uh, yeah
1: um ever actually kind of kind of something slightly important with that not really important but you know uh seems like a lot of people are really cooling down on it um the initial excitement of a new expansion uh has kind of worn off and uh while i do still think it's better than the previous expansion it is obvious that they still have not quite hit the the same level as the old glory days. everyone's still pining for the the legion times and uh yeah i i, I don't know i feel like if they aren't able to like really pull things back uh to to the quality that they used to have it might. It might end up spelling the end of of World of Warcraft, depending it's on where not, subscriber numbers it's n- go.
0: It's not going to happen. They 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 have I... they have enough subscribers now, even with. I, even like, with I di- think actually, Classic might be a bigger
1: pull right maybe. now than than Shadowlands.
0: But but what I'm saying is, they have enough subscribers right now, and they have enough of name brand re- recognition that I. Don't see them going anywhere. Like, there's they're always gonna have a few million subscribers at least, and that's gonna be enough to just like put them on it's, coast it, mode.
1: Yeah, and but that's like how long can they stay in coast mode? You know, I don't know.
0: Final Fantasy 11's been in maintenance mode for like four years now.
1: You have a good point. Final Fantasy 11 still exists, which is impressive yeah. in and of itself. So,
0: fucking EverQuest is on like their 30th expansion. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Every six months, they come out with a new expansion for EverQuest. Uh, Final Fantasy 11, even though it's in maintenance mode, is getting new storyline updates in 2021. Well, like that's the- just
2: fascinating.
0: It's it's like we're gonna
2: close it down, but there's one person in Oregon who won't terminate his account.
0: He just won't (laughs) stop playing it. I don't know what the problem is, Uh, but no, like there's there as long as they're making enough of a profit to keep the servers on, I just don't see like World of Warcraft or Final Fantasy or EverQuest shutting down. Um, Mainly because I think that they just have they don't want to piss off the people that are there and if they have the resources to keep it up and they're making a little bit of a profit then why not keep going and that's probably how wow's going to go even if like the quality diminishes which from what i understand i guess it has and
1: they they're heavily leaning towards like what is popular right now in gaming um they they added a battle pass for example and it's just I don't know. A lot of it is just built around play the game every day. Got to play the game every day. And there's not enough to like sustain that sort of, that sort of gameplay.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, but anyway, we're going to move on to me. I played, I forgot to mention last week, I played some void bastards and, uh, that, that game's fun. Have you, have you guys ever heard of it?
1: Uh, I whenever I listened to the Game of the Year podcast from last year, actually, uh, from um Giant Bomb, they talked about it. Uh it, said that it, it was it was good and it but it doesn't have a whole lot of staying power.
0: It doesn't. And but it is a it's a roguelike ish and it you basically board different starships that have like evil aliens on the starships, and you're just trying to find stuff to keep going, kind of like FTL, but you're in a first person. You like first person, go into the ship, and then basically shoot the shoot the things dead and grab the items and leave. And it's it's pretty fun, but it it kind of pissed me off because they're like, here's your objective. You need to uh, get a printer so you can print yourself an ID badge and you're like all right great and so i beat it after a couple hours i was able to get the printer and i was like yeah and they're like okay you printed your id badge and then you do whatever with the id badge and it's like oh that didn't work well that means you have to you just got to go to the hr computer and once you go to the hr computer you can put your like register your badge and you'll be good and then it was like oh the hr computer is is broken now you have to go back start over and try to find Get the parts to build an HR computer so that you can register your badge. So they just keep recycling it to make you start over uh, again and again. But it's included with Game Pass. So if you were ever interested in playing that game, you can do that with uh, Game Pass. Uh, Moving on. I played some Cyberpunk 2077, and I actually beat the game. Um, One of the endings. So... See, I'm not going to spoil anything um, storyline-wise, but I want to make sure Connor's okay with me uh, telling him a little bit about the ending.
2: I'd I actually know, rather you didn't. I, I I know I'm being obscene and doing all of the side content first, but no, no, not no, making no. good so, progress.
0: So, literally, literally, it won't ruin anything about the storyline. Nothing. All right, yeah, go ahead. Okay. After you beat the game and you complete one of the the endings it puts you back uh you get basically it's not a new game plus but they put you back to your save before you entered into that no exit zone so that way right you can do the, of members. Yeah, so that way you can do the other endings if you want. Cool. So, do not be afraid to go and do that because then you can still go and do the other endings. Um I thought it was good. Yeah. Apparently I chose the bad ending. Uh one of the bad endings i'm sure they're all bad i i don't think any of those are going to be good but so i did that i may try to go back the end portion was only a couple hours long so i may go back and try to do the other endings just to weed out and see what the other endings are and see if there actually is a good ending but i have no idea and i i played another game but we're going to talk about that during the new, the story section so i want to keep that secret you can find me nathan Reet-Spruth, everywhere at reet um uh, at reet on twitter at reet on um on twitch and then reet on youtube as well you can find this podcast reetn podcast everywhere i'm also on clinton core classics with with that cyberpunk monk there who i i play pathfinders with uh aroa I, I don't know pathfinders yeah, Pathfinders, yes. And it's it's the rip-off Pathfinder. It's a little bit cheaper. So, oh. did, I, I just want to, did we go over where we can find you? You're at a road. website.
1: Oh, yeah, so, yeah, I talked about it.
0: Yeah. Let's go on to the stories, and uh, let's bring up Actually, the story had that. Actually, I quick update. What's up?
2: To answer your question, two tech priest dominus, two, pre- two tech priest manipulus. That's not true. Two Tech Priest Dominus, two Tech Priest Engine Seers, six Catafron Breachers, 50 uh, Skatari, 25 Rangers, 25 Vanguards, two Cybernetica Data Smiths, 10 Paraxi Sterilizers, three Cerberus Raiders, four Castellan Robots, two Orniger crawlers, and two Scorpius Disintegrators.
0: So In you thought that...
1: I was the only one who could speak gibberish?
0: Yeah. It, if anybody is paying attention and, and knows what he's referring to, I'll, I'll, or if you don't, if you weren't paying attention and don't know what he's referring to earlier in the podcast, we had asked how many uh little miniatures from Warhammer he had painted, and apparently the answer is like 160. No, it's not that much.
2: <laughs> I've also it's painted a couple close. of my buddies there's a, a Drakari witch, um, an orc with a rocket, uh, a so uh, Depta Sororitas, just uh, a sister,
0: yeah. So a lot. It's like a It's literally like hundred and fifty, my friend. It's like he has the number right there in the chat. Oh, did he? Did he put the number? in the Reed chat? I know. He posted
1: it like fifteen minutes ago.
0: Ninety-three, not including Terran. Terrain. Terrain.
2: Not including the Terrans.
0: Not, yeah. Well, well, I was like, wait a minute. That's not. Uh, that's that's a different. That's the Starcraft miniatures. When he starts painting those. I don't even know if they have Starcraft miniatures. So oh, I'm sure they, they, exist. And they probably they probably do. So loves money. But you said so. You said four of something, then six of something, and then you said fifty of another thing, and then another twenty-five. So it, those are uh, Skitari,
2: which are my typical infantry.
0: Well, yeah, but did you not include those in the ninety-three? Because I I think you have over a hundred.
2: So that fifty is. Mm-hmm. 25 of them are rangers 25 of them are vanguards okay the rangers are like long range navy seal kind of sniper people and the vanguards are so grossly sickened with radiation sickness that when they get close to people it makes them weaker so one of them's long range one of them's close range
0: i see i see it's it's like when when you get close to a roa. got it yeah so well, you 93 apparently is is how many you painted in 10 months? Or so, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, let's move on to our stories. I don't I don't want to judge you cuz who cares? Like how You are already judging me. It's it's your hobby. Who gives a shit? I don't really care. I'll 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 bust your balls about it, but I'm not going to actually care. Um I'm Having a lot
2: of fun doing it and goddammit, it, it's not it's anything that's not a screen.
0: Good. So let's move on. We're going to talk about this news stories. Uh, Speaking about screens, um, apparently you cannot get Parler like anywhere anymore because it was taken off of Amazon's web servicing, right?
1: Yeah. So this came right alongside an announcement from Google where they were removing it from the play store. Uh, so already you couldn't download it off of the Google Play Store. Now, obviously, on Android, you can download apps from wherever you want. Uh, so it was probably out there somewhere, I'm sure, in APK. Um, and that announcement actually came on the heels of Apple going, hey, Parler, if you don't start removing some of these posts about how you want to literally murder politicians, uh, we're we're going to take you off our app store. Uh but now it doesn't matter what either of the app stores do because Amazon has, uh, said they're, they're suspending Parler's web hosting from AWS. So, uh, yeah, Parler's kind of, kind of dead for the moment. Now, obviously the nature of web hosting, they'll find somebody, yeah. but a- getting banned from AWS probably means that they're going to be banned from Azure. They're going to be banned from Google cloud. Um, I don't know any other, like, (laughs) GoDaddy. Uh, no, GoDaddy is support them. Um, I don't know, uh, where they'll end up going. They'll find somebody though. But uh, that is a major blow to be banned from one of the, if not the biggest cloud hosting companies out there.
0: That's why you just host your own servers. Duh. That's what you do. Uh, just get your own server and
1: host it. Like that's um, that's kind of one thing that I thought about though was like, uh, when when I first read this, my thinking was, well, you know, I get it. I get why you as a business don't want to be associated with a group like the the people who use Parler,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and like yeah you you don't you don't want to like have your brand associated with that but is it wrong for a cloud hosting provider like that to essentially murder a company by saying no we don't want you on our platform and at first i was like maybe that's not okay maybe like you know cloud hosting providers should kind of be considered a neutral Service and and like this really isn't fair to parlor as much as I don't like them, but then I I thought about it for for a few minutes, and I came to another conclusion, which is that imagine now I know this is going to be very outdated as an analogy, but imagine you buy a, a space in a mall, you know you 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 buy a spot and you put up. A uh, not Spencer's you know like like you put up some kind of novelty shop where you sell a bunch of like niche bullshit uh that you that you got from from some dude on, on eBay um and then imagine that you put a uh you, you put up a section uh that just it's just novelty t-shirts but all of them say no blacks uh, no Jews uh, I, or or like, like just literally says murder the president or, you know, something like that. I don't think it would be out of the question. I, I don't think it would be unfair of the mall to go, yeah, we don't really want somewhere that's selling these things in our mall. Yeah. So you're going to need to stop selling that or we're going to kick you out.
0: Well, yeah, and... Uh, With your analogy, they can find a different mall.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, like it's literally the same thing. It's that, yeah, like the mall, assuming that we're in like, you know, 2002, uh, the mall is like the place you want to be in the mall. But like if the mall don't want you, there's not much that you can say about that because like they don't like you you can find some other mall somewhere that, that will take you or a strip mall or something. Like I'm sure that somebody will give you a shop front where you can sell your racist bullshit. And it's really kind of the same thing here. Uh, Like the internet, we're not at the point yet where like, this would be different if it was um, say like a DNS provider or, or well, not even like a DNS provider, but like I can, uh, like a, a an entity that its sole purpose is to literally make the internet work. If if Parler's existence was blacklisted from the entire internet, then I would have a little more of a problem with it. Uh, if if it were such a thing where like Parler had to go on the dark web. To be yeah. able to exist, to, to, I would
0: think that that's kind of bullshit. To go back to your your analogy there. Yeah. And let's say you're in a town that has multiple malls. And every mall was like, no. You could still theoretically f- buy your own business, buy your own building, and then host that racist stuff in that building and sell and, and it. And you
1: of know, it. it and it keeps breaking down from there too, though, because like most of the time you're not going to buy a building when you set up a business, you're going to lease it, which yeah, it is the same thing. And so like, you know, if you're leasing it from a landlord and they're like, no, nah, I'm putting that there that, then like, yeah, there's nothing you can do about that. But like, it always breaks down to, well, at the end of the fucking day, you can buy yourself a damn plot of land and build a building yourself and set up your shop and like yeah you and the equivalent can be done on the internet it's just really expensive and really difficult but so is buying a plot of land and building a store on top of it so exactly like yeah i still i think that this is a fair move from amazon um it's not it and it's as as biased as it is it is there's no great loss here. Like I I don't, I don't really care because I've seen what's on parlor and And really everyone that unironically uses that platform is just kind of useless to society in my opinion. So,
0: well, and that's, that's my thing is if it were, if it were a protected class, right. If it was like, we don't like parlor because the owner's black and so we're taking it like that would be different. But this is yeah. we don't like it because you have people literally making threats against politicians and you're not you're not filtering it and you're not moderating it the way that you should in our opinion. And since like, we, like
1: threats of violence are literally illegal. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. like that's that's illegal under federal law. So yeah you you having like you can't have illegal content on a platform on the internet. like that's just kind of a thing. you know that, that's why with whenever I talked about the dark web, like I immediately thought, well, what about selling drugs? But like, yeah, it's the same thing. like you're if you're going to do stuff that's blatantly illegal, like you're not really going to have a good time finding a place to set up shop online or in real life. right you know that that's why people sell crack in alleyways and don't have a crack store
0: well yeah i mean not that there's I, not I crack think... stores they're just not no, the places I mean, you well, can go and walk sure. up to. I, I literally had one like a couple of blocks down from me uh but yeah there was a uh there was a store in uh, a town nearby me that they were shut down for a while this was over a decade ago because they were selling cocaine out of the drive through
1: yeah yeah, no, no. literally same thing just happened to me like uh, a few weeks ago. there was a There was a bust of a store uh downtown, and it was busted because they were selling meth out wow. of their storefront.
0: Well, and, and same same I think it, it was either meth or Coke. It probably was meth here. Uh, and then there was another place that I used to go to down in Klamath Falls. Uh, My friends went to school there, and I would drive there and hang out, and we would go to this Chinese restaurant. And my friend's like, oh, yeah, that place got closed down. I'm like, oh, really? Why? He's like, the owner was running prostitutes out the back. And I was like, oh, (laughs) all right then. So So... the moral
2: of this awfully derailed story is parlor can end up having a place to host its shitty services. It's just not going to be a place that anyone publicly (laughs) on the Republican Party is going to want to be seen going to.
0: Right. Yes, like a Chinese restaurant. They're
2: still gonna go there, like a Chinese (laughs) hooker joint.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now I will. I will also add on to this that I do think that it's pathetic and uh, maybe even marginally disgusting that it took a literal armed assault on on Congress to get Amazon and other parties to even pay attention to services like parlor and and these groups that we've known are are bad fucking people for some time yeah. uh I, I, like i i think it's it's fucked up that like i can see multiple videos on youtube going up that that are like look check out this fucked up shit i found on parlor you know and like none of that matters until oh wait now everyone knows what Parlor is, and now everyone is is calling for this shit to get shut down. Guess we're gonna have to bend the knee, so that we can keep being profitable. Yeah. I think that's kind of gross, but better late than never, I suppose.
0: Yeah, I, isn't
2: capitalism just whole, so great at innovation?
0: Yeah, that whole <laughs> insurrection thing, uh, bullshit. And if you say that it was done by Antifa or the left, I will literally just block you. Um. So like like if anybody mentions that in the comments, I'll literally just block them. Um, it,
1: like I, I saw I saw a, a video on TikTok of yeah. a dude uh interviewing the the one guy, the guy that was like standing at the podium with the fucking raccoon on his head or whatever. Oh yeah. Uh yeah. he was QAnon. He oh. he was with QAnon.
0: Yeah, like, and they're right.
1: Had a it. sign. Yeah. yeah, had a sign that and and was like screaming that uh, QAnon is, has woken up the American people and, and he were, he's going to lead us to. Uh, it, it, f- yeah.
0: Q yeah.
1: isn't real. Let's, uh, but let's,
0: yeah. let's move on and we're going to talk about um, a, a little video game that I actually played yesterday. I
1: called... didn't realize that you actually played it. I thought you just came across this and were I... like, look at this fucking shit.
0: That's what I did. Okay, that's what I originally did. I came across it and I was like, Oh shit. And I posted it in another chat and I did not realize that my friend had also posted it already in that other chat. (laughs) And so I went to her Twitch and, um, I was watching her play dead by daylight. And then she, she was like, Hey, we're going to get a group together to play pretend. And I was like, but what? I was joking. Like that was a joke. And what if you don't know what pretend is, if you're listening to this and you're like, "What the fuck is pretend it's it's an among us not even not even ripoff, not even clone. It is just among us, but it's only seventy nine cents right now I, and it only has one map and like i I guess a dozen minigames uh though not even that much really it supposedly has a map editor. Oh, that's Me? cool. I haven't messed with that. But there's also, when you start the game, you have to put in an email address to sign up for something, and I'm afraid of that. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Like, it won't let you Oh, I, I know why that.
1: That, that is, though.
0: I know why that is. So they can um, sell your information.
1: No, Well, maybe. But also, uh, it has built in moderation tools, which people have been asking for in Among Us for some time. Right. And it um, also...
0: There is one really good thing. It has built-in proximity chat.
1: Yeah. It, it does look like whoever made this, whatever this white square developer is, uh kind of took a lot of the the feedback that people gave with um oh, with among so. us and put it into their their own game. I do wish maybe that they had given a little more of their own kind of spin on it and not completely aped the art style and map design and like everything about this just feels like an among us ripoff.
0: Yeah. Art style, map design, uh, the characters. There are some
1: genuinely interesting
0: things in here. It's not, it's, it's not 100% terrible. It's not, I wouldn't say it's good. Um, The matches seem to be shorter than they are on among us. So Uh, that,
1: have you played among us with the proximity chat thing?
0: no i've watched you play it with proximity chat but i have not
1: because i i have found uh that the proximity chat thing is kind of the reason why the matches get shorter oh Uh, that could be it at least it feels that it feels that way to me that like it's a lot it's a lot more difficult uh to to kind of keep everything together whenever you have the proximity chat thing
0: going but that makes sense uh yeah,
1: I won't won't go into detail on that, but I like that there's there's a mini map, like that's that's such a small thing, but it makes so much sense and it should be there. Um, like you said, the the proximity chat being built in, that's a really good idea. Um, like yeah. uh, it, it's still cross platform. Um, you can apparently like create custom pets and uh accessories for your characters and somebody said that there was a uh there was a map editor in one of the reviews which I think is kind of cool. Yeah, um
0: right now now it, I I don't this might be what like one of those hentai games that get released and then never get updated. But it's right now
1: supposedly been like around since last year or not last year uh since twenty nineteen. Oh I see.
0: Right now, they have the employee and the pretender. Uh, Same thing as as, uh, crewman and uh, imposter, right? You have the imposter that tries to kill people, and you have the crew member who's trying to do all the tasks. Um, They they do say that they have um, a free-to-play browser compatibility, voice and text chat with other employees during emergency meetings, customize your character with... Random accessories, get a pet to look better or even create one, cross-platform multiplayer between PC, tablet, iOS, and Android, play via a local connection or online with your friends or strangers, Uh, and then account limitation for leaving the match prematurely. Uh, And then the coming soon features are uh, new roles such as a uh, detective or medic. I don't know how that would work. Like, would you resurrect somebody if they died? Like, why? Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, okay. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, new maps with tons of new quests. But if you resurrect somebody, wouldn't they know who killed them? Yeah. Okay. Then Which that sure would, does well... make
2: prioritizing the medic a big deal. Yeah. Correct. Uh, um, or you could add, uh,
1: like, a stealth capability to the imposter. Uh, these are features that have that are in uh like gmod murder and trouble in terrorist town
0: and then uh exclusive skins and customizable pets better textures and game entirely different art style would be nice but better textures and game (laughs) optimizations and any other good suggestions smiley Smiley face face. (laughs) why does this game require two gigs of ram
1: It's running in Unity, and they don't know what they're doing.
0: Okay, yeah, because the requirements are a two gig uh, Intel Core i three, a gig of RAM, and 150 megs of available storage space. But recommended two gigs of RAM for some reason. Well,
1: I I would recommend if you're going to use a computer in 2021 that you have at least two gigs of RAM.
0: I would imagine. No, if you're if you're trying to play <laughs> any games in, 2021, I, would, I
1: just mean least, I recommend that like if you want the computer to like finish booting and actually be able to do anything,
0: probably only, like
1: two gigs of RAM.
0: I'd say I'd least. say minimum four, but like maybe, maybe. yeah, to start I, I even with four. Say eight. I would, well, that's I would what I was gonna eight say. Is, I would... is the modern yeah. Yeah, I mean that's if you if you want to play any game like if you want to go on YouTube and watch YouTube at 1080p four gigs will be fine if you want to play any games or do anything other than just simple web browsing then you're gonna need you're gonna need eight gigs of ram now
1: well unless you're playing exclusively games made uh prior to like 2010
0: that's true i guess <laughs> but what if you want to if it ran games? on windows
1: xp then you'll probably be fine <laughs>
0: If, if you ran exclusively on Windows Vista, you might be okay.
1: Like, well, no, in that case, you
0: need the 8 gigs of RAM. That's true. Halo, Halo <laughs> 2 Vista Edition is the only game I can think of that was exclusive for Vista. But that's it. It
1: definitely wasn't to sell copies of Vista.
0: Probably not. So let's move on, and we're going to talk about Amazon. Amazon is doing something... Good, but I also see them as a giant evil corporation, so it's probably very bad. So I, I did the math
1: on this already, so we'll get to that once you read the headline.
0: Oh yeah, the houses are fucking expensive. <laughs> Not uh, says, exactly what I would call affordable. Yeah, Amazon's new $2 billion housing fund will create or preserve 20,000 affordable homes. Uh Let's do the math on that, Aroa, that you've already done. How many yep. houses well okay let's let's put it this way how expensive how expensive will, the expensive be? will each house be if it was distributed evenly between the houses so,
1: so assuming that each of the twenty thousand affordable homes will be using their share of the two billion dollars, each house will cost approximately one hundred thousand dollars
0: i mean okay to be fair, I know you might say that's not affordable but not well. It is kind of depending okay. on where you live. So, so I so, know where you live. It's it's yeah, houses are cheap. But where I live and where Connor lives, Connor, if you could get a house, no matter what size, for a hundred thousand dollars, would that be amazing or not?
2: I mean, I'd really have to see the house. That would be pretty incredible, given what is nearby to choose from, though.
0: Yeah, so like a hundred... Uh, we're not and, and... talking
2: about like a shack or, you know, here you go. You live in a, a shipping container. So
1: here's the thing. It, um, the the, the houses will, quote, uh, benefit moderate to low income families and individuals in three locations. Washington's Puget Sound region, as well as Arlington, Virginia, and Nashville, Tennessee.
0: I can tell you that Washington uh, is, depending on where you're at in Washington, is very expensive to live in. And $100,000 for a house is a really good deal in Washington. I can't tell you just, about the other places. I am skeptical of the idea of,
1: quote, moderate to low income. Because yeah. in my mind, that's you're making no more than what I make. Which yeah. is less than 20 bucks an hour Like And as a, as a
0: family Like So let me, let me let's, let's go over this uh, Cause I, I've lived in like HUD housing And low income housing And uh, I've had friends who've lived in there as well And usually what they do With houses Or with apartments like this Is the, Amazon's basically gonna take a loss On this So they build a hundred thousand dollar house or whatever, and then, or they or they buy a house and then fix it up, and then rent it out. They're probably not going to be selling these houses. They're probably going to be working with the government to put these. No, no. uh, Oh, they're not. I think
1: that's that was the idea. Okay. Uh Amazon plans to funnel about $380 million worth of below market loans and grants to the Washington Housing Conservancy. Uh and ends up money will have different strategies. Okay, so it it'll depend yeah. on the location. So most but well.
0: I, so so what I'm thinking and I don't it, may, it might depend on location. They'll probably rent the houses or apartments as low income housing and they will I know like here, when you try to look for a low income house, they want that you pay a percentage of your wages. So it's not based off of like, oh, this house is this big. So it's $1,500 a month. It's okay. You get this house, you need to submit like how much you make, and then you pay 30% of your, your earnings. Your, your rent is 30% of what you make. And then yeah. I know that, like my friends uh when they lived in low income housing, if you started making over a certain amount, you got kicked out, so it would like they they had it a really weird way where they would be like okay this this- this uh is like you know six hundred seven hundred dollars a month." Uh, But you have to make under a certain amount, and if you make over that amount, we kick you out, and you have to find somewhere else to live.
1: So uh, uh, The other two um, locations, uh, Arlington and Nashville, those are, like, we we know those names, so they're probably going to be decently expensive uh, living areas. Um, Puget Sound is a region in washington that uh contains seattle tacoma olympia so and, and not I can tell also you, not going to be exactly cheap places yeah, to live so yeah these are these are probably going to be like upper class project houses right so that and that's that is a good thing
0: i hope it's good i hope i, I hope it 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 does well um you know, I wish I had, I wish I had money like Amazon or Jeff Bezos has money because, honestly, I would just buy the town that you're living in. Because I could just do it. I could just buy everything, and I'd be like, "This is yeah. my town, my town. I own it."
2: Would you now? Are you gonna rent this out, or are you just gonna drive around being like, "La la la, my town, it's my, my town. town,
0: my town, my town." No, like honestly, if I have, if you I may had rename Jeff- it
1: to Reaton River,
0: if yes. I would but i would also like i i don't know i i i feel that people are too greedy with houses so i would probably either rent it out for extremely cheap or just allow people to move move in there and and do it for free because he has like a hundred billion dollars or no he has way he has way more than that he's gonna become a trillionaire at some point like elon musk has more money than him now who gives a shit um (laughs) Fucking! I'm I'm mad that like we obsess over who has the most money when it's like oh they have way more money. Good, do something good with it. Like but yes, I need to
2: make more money. They're
0: they're That's giving. That's what
2: about. That sounds like
0: they're giving two billion dollar housing fund, uh, for Amazon from Amazon. Jeff Bezos is worth over a hundred and fifty billion dollars that yeah, is less that, than 2% of his money that was that was what i i
1: wanted the, to be like the big takeaway from this is that who the fuck cares because yeah. ultimately this doesn't mean anything other than okay cool there'll be 20,000 houses that didn't exist before thanks amazon thanks for giving us the pittance that that will stave off some hate from less angry people but uh i hate you too much to uh to give you much credit for this yeah uh like yeah amazon could do way more than this it's the same as their their fucking amazon smile program do you know about that
0: yeah where they you buy something and they give like half a percent to red cross or something like that well they they
1: it's whatever charity you want but yeah. yeah um in the time that like that that I've been paying attention I think they've given like 150 million dollars to all charities combined so like wow that's cool like that that's well I guess mathematically that's like 0.5% of how much money you made off of everyone who uses that program yeah uh, great job and and like The fact that you have to you have to renew your quote membership uh, to the smile program is so shitty to me. And that like only last year could you do it through the mobile app up until last year uh, to be able to to have a smile donation with your purchases. uh, You would have to add everything through the mobile app to your cart. And then go on to the website, either on your, your mobile browser or on your computer, and then buy it through smile.amazon.com on there. Because yeah. there was no way to do Smile through the app. They, they did change that, but there's a separate thing that you have to do every, like I think, six months to keep that active. Or else it stops being active in the mobile app, and you're you're not giving to charity, even though it's it's such a fucking minute amount. The charity that I've that that I'm giving to, uh, the, this animal rescue called the Pip Squeakery, I think they've gotten like a thousand dollars in the like two or three years that I've been doing it, and, and that's from everyone that's donating to them. And yeah. I think that's fucking sickening. Well, like and... it's cool. Don't get me wrong. Like it's cool that that that's even a thing, but. They could be doing way, way more, and it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt Amazon's bottom line at all.
0: Well, and like I always think back to when they bought Whole Foods, and then a few months later, they're like, "We're cutting benefits for people who work at Whole Foods." Yeah, uh, and so it's like, "Hey, we gave you guys raises to fifteen dollars an hour, but we're cutting your benefits." And and like it, it's that bullshit. kind of thing always pisses me off. Uh, Because,
1: like, I, I, unless I'm mistaken, the owners of Whole Foods didn't have to, like, accept that they were being bought out by Amazon.
0: Yeah, well, and not only that, but they're like, hey, we're going to cut benefits for people, and then we're going to raise your prime costs. Yeah. So not only not only are they cutting benefits, but they're also making us pay more and it's bullshit. Yeah. Um so I'm 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 not very like I hate that I'm kind of a slave to buy from Amazon cuz it's so convenient. Yeah. Like, like that's the worst thing
1: is I don't know what else to do because like I, there's so much I can only get through Amazon unless I want to like buy it from some other large chain which kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah, we spoke
0: about this before like who are we going to go to?
1: target or walmart who also yeah, like walmart is the most viable other option because they also have like the the they have same day shipping yeah uh, on shit now but it's like it's still fucking walmart <laughs> like what else right. do i do
0: it 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 makes zero sense to me so let's move on to our last story of the day and that story is about xbox controllers now something i've been wondering and i'm sure you guys have wondered throughout the years too is why do Xbox controllers still use batteries?
1: Well, it's like, so that you don't have to plug them in if you need to change the
0: batteries, like if they die. That is wrong. Apparently, the according to this article from TechSpot, the reason why is because they have a long-standing agreement with Duracell. Oh. Yeah. Uh, It says here from TechSpot, when practically everything has a built-in rechargeable battery, it is somewhat odd that the Xbox Series X and S controllers are powered by two AA batteries. Microsoft does does have an Xbox rechargeable battery pack users can buy separately, and the Xbox Elite Wireless 2 sports, uh, I'm sorry, the way that it's worded, the Xbox Elite Wireless 2 sports an internal power cell. However, the standard gamepads have come uh, with replaceable batteries since going wireless for the Xbox 360. Why? Well, according to remarks made by uh, in an interview with Duracell, Xbox controllers always come with replaceable batteries due to a long-term deal between Microsoft and Duracell. Their UK marketing manager, Luke Anderson, told Stealth Optional that there's always been this partnership with Duracell and Xbox. And it says essentially Duracell has agreed to provide Xbox with batteries indefinitely, presumably for the exposure it provides. The idea is that when players replace the controller's batteries, they're much more likely to replace them with the same brand, but the agreement goes beyond the controllers. So, they, so if you ever buy an Xbox controller, and I want to say... I never pay attention to what batteries I put in my Xbox controller. No, not at all. I am using, right now, rechargeable ones. And they're called Power Owl. <laughs> what the, the fuck? F- the Power Owl rechargeable batteries. Um, They are 2,800 milliamp hours. Anyway, they're pretty good. It was like 20 bucks for like 12. Uh, Anyway, so... I I use power out, but I guess it makes sense. When you open up an Xbox controller, you get two batteries included. And those batteries are Duracell batteries.
1: I never even thought about that.
0: I never thought about that either. Um, I
1: never even thought about the fact that like someone somewhere had to make a deal with the battery company to get those batteries into the box.
0: I thought they just went down to Walmart and were like, "Yeah, we want like twenty million of these. Can I get twenty million batteries?"
1: Never, it never even occurs to me that like even for even for like Guitar Hero controllers or whatever, like somebody had to make an agreement with whoever to like supply those batteries. It's not like yeah, they they didn't go to like the the battery supply company and and go like yeah, we need uh, ten. 10 million of, uh, whatever your, your cheapest
0: double A's, uh, like. Yeah. It's, it's so, so weird strange. to think about. It. Yeah. It's so strange. Now I recommend if you're going to be playing with Xbox controllers that you just get some rechargeable batteries. Cause that's definitely the way to go. I uh, recommend that you just get a really long USB cable. Well, you could do that as well, but I, I, I don't like doing that. Uh, it says here, we intentionally offer consumers choice in their battery solutions for our standard Xbox wireless controllers. Fucking choice. No, you're just, whatever. Uh, this includes the use of AA batteries from any brand. The Xbox rechargeable battery, uh, charging solutions from our partners, or a USB-C cable, which can power the controller when plugged into the console or PC. So yes, yeah, just a long USB cable is the last option they hey. have there um uh i
1: i do um i do remember uh them mentioning that with the xbox one uh where somebody was being interviewed and and they were asked like so why why do you not just have a built-in rechargeable battery and the person that they were talking to was like well because like you can't hot swap a rechargeable battery and i I do think that that's that's a reasonable thing I, i i I know that it makes sense in everybody's mind to like follow what the the PS3 started which is that you just have an internal lithium ion battery but like there is something to be said for the fact that eventually that battery is not going to hold a charge anymore That's true. and there's no way to replace it meanwhile with the Xbox 1 and and Xbox Series X right I don't whatever yeah, uh, with those controllers, like yeah, you
0: can you can swap the batteries out. That is mean, that is something ain't be, no thing. That is something to be said about that. Um, but that's also wrong. You can you can well, swap out rechargeable batteries.
1: Well, yeah, you can, but like it, it's it, it's a lot more of an involved process. Like, have you ever taken apart a fucking PS4 controller? It's no, kind of I, a pain in the ass.
0: What, what I'm saying here is they have a rechargeable battery pack that you can swap out. They already have one.
1: No, I mean for the for the PS4, though. Well, I understand. I'm saying that, like, yeah. But... You're saying that they can include a rechargeable battery from the get-go.
0: Exactly. And then you can yeah. buy
1: replacements later on. Which, yeah, I guess they could, like, include, like, a, an extra back plate for the non-rechargeables or no, 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 they no, can no, include no, no, like no. xbox branded double a battery rechargeable no nope,
0: i'm not even talking about that i'm just saying just like we did with phones in the old days just have a battery in there and you take off the the thing and you replace it with the same exact battery you don't need it could be a totally different designed battery than just two double a's or oh you're it, okay yeah you're I'm, saying
1: like a like uh, oh an old yeah, okay, phone yeah. battery kind of thing. But I don't really I don't necessarily support that idea either though. Like if, if you're going to go for with something like a phone, sure, but with a controller like this that's already gonna be bulky enough to where you can just slap double A's on it. I would rather it be a standard battery format rather than eventually the official batteries are not gonna be produced anymore. And even when they are produced, they're gonna be stupid expensive. And eventually you're going to have to rely on some random Chinese company that for some reason still makes those batteries and they're not going to be as good as the originals were and you're going to run the risk of it exploding in your hands. I would rather it just be a slot for a couple of double
0: A's. Nope. I want the people who made the Samsung Galaxy Note 7 batteries (laughs) to make my Xbox controller batteries. That way uh, when I get shot in a game that I really feel it in my hands. <laughs> I just, I want to really feel that rumble is what I'm saying. Um, and I,
1: I, you know, I would like to point out that as I have been playing PS2 games for the last several weeks and I am using my original PS2 controller. I ain't got worried about no batteries. I also, all the buttons work. You know, yeah. You know, you know how many fucking PS4 controllers I know that don't fucking work. You, you look at the
0: fucking switch joy cons just mm-hmm. just saying they'll make them like they used to apparently there used to be a Duracell branded Xbox controller i want that controller just just because of how stupid it is it's a Dur- it's a Duracell branded <laughs> Xbox 1 controller um so <laughs> <It's a> fucking <laughs> it's, it just looks like it
1: like wasn't painted properly but then you see the Duracell logo and it's like oh i get it
0: can you can you I don't know if this is real. This can't be real. Can you look this up and see if it's actually a real thing? Because uh, it does say that the two companies have cross-promoted on multiple inc- occasions, including a Duracell-branded Xbox controller. Um,
1: There's a, a news article from December 15th, 2018 on DualShockers.com. Uh, battery maker Duracell is offering a branded limited edition Xbox One controller for some reason.
0: Yes, for today sure. is a slow news day. Uh, <laughs> go to go, go to eBay and look it up. I want to see if this is actually a thing that we can actually buy, or if it was just they, like they made a hundred of them.
1: They have tweets uh, from Duracell. This, this hashtag Halloween, there's nothing scarier than an
0: at Xbox
1: controller without Duracell batteries.
0: For some, uh, putting Duracell inside an Xbox control sim- controller simply is not enough. I remember it was, it was not Duracell. It was Energizer. They had a prototype for a phone that would last up to 50 days. And it was just a normal phone, but it was like two inches thick because it was just all oh, battery. Oh, yeah. I, I remember like, that. I was like, I kind of really want that because that would be, that would be amazing. Did you find it on eBay? Uh,
1: I am not finding it on eBay. So I am assuming that these were manufactured in very limited capacity.
0: Probably. I would imagine. Or
1: those who bought it just really loved Duracell.
0: I mean, you really have to love Duracell if you're going to buy a, xbox controller branded with duracell so i i don't know it looks Uh, like
1: it came with a uh it came with a little carrying bag that looks like a duracell battery
0: well that is cute that's fun yeah
1: there's a there's the picture
0: he posted it in the chat that's oh
2: yeah look at that
0: yeah, that's I was gonna
2: say if that true. controller comes with anything other than like a 24 pack of batteries,
0: I'm gonna be very disappointed. Yeah, yeah, I would I that's dumb. This is all dumb. Uh yeah. so anyway, we we found out this week that Amazon Web Services has banned parlor. We also found out that uh Pretend is a game you can play. Just play among us. What the um, fuck? You know, there's a Duracell HDMI cable. Of course, there is. There's a Duracell Does everything. It run on my, batteries. My house is painted half copper because uh, because it's it's owned by Duracell. You're owned by Duracell. I'm owned by Duracell. Um, Amazon has a new housing project, and we found out that the Xbox controller uh, uses batteries because they have a long-standing agreement with Duracell. So it's
1: a new it's a new segment where we recap what we just talked about.
0: Yes, exactly. You oh. know, a lot of people okay. do that at the beginning of the show. Uh, we do not do that. No, uh, no nor we, do we don't tease
1: everything. We just remind you of what you just weren't paying attention to.
0: Exactly. Uh, thank you for being here, Auroa. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for being here, Cyberpunk Monk.
2: If you want me here next week, I'm going to need new batteries for my Duracell-powered mic.
0: Why don't you do... I just hope that your rechargeable battery in your DS still works.
2: The DS is working fine. I can't get the the piece of shit rock. Every time I turn it on, it's like, yo, if you want to rock out, you're gonna need to plug it into the Game Boy slot. And I am like, it fucking is. Uh oh. Uh oh.
0: It I'm looks gonna... like
2: there's some junk on the the lead. If I'm looking on the inside there, I'm Good. gonna get an exacto knife and see if I could scrape that out. But this might be a dud.
0: Uh, Use some, get some uh, alcohol. On are there. you talking about the game or the the? The game's the booting up DS. fine. It's
2: the the pack.
0: Oh well, that, that's the little thing I'm, that I'm,
2: plugs into the Game Boy. That's what I'm curious
0: thing. about. Oh you, God, look at this URL. <laughs> I was I was asking if if it was the inside the the game pack or if it was inside the um inside the the controller port the port on the the DS. The game pack itself. Okay. Uh, yeah. Takes, take take a Q-tip. by
2: saying it. Yeah.
0: yeah, take take the Q-tip and some rubbing alcohol, and you'll be fine, probably.
2: I will say, while we're fading out, or whatever the fuck you do to end this podcast, no, I do I just appreciate that my original DS is starting to change colors like a Super Nintendo.
0: But that's uh, It's a nice attention to detail that they put on that.
2: I'm it's... sure it was totally on purpose. Exactly. Wait, is it, is it a silver one? Yeah, like the, the OG.
1: Wow, it, it's changing colors. I wouldn't have expected that.
0: It's all the smoke. Because uh, Connor's a heavy smoker.
2: Yeah. Not me.
0: Yeah. So much vape. Yeah, so it was all the vape.
1: <laughs>
2: when I was uh, ten years old, blowing fat cotton. Fifteen <laughs> years before it was relevant.
0: Yes. Uh thank you for watching. Uh we will be back next week. Goodbye.
2: Thanks. Thanks for watching. Tune into our video podcast next week. <laughs>